Don't look back because the market is closed and the week is over. Tyler Harris here with Kip Harris today to give you a quick recap of the last week of trading. As you may have noticed, this is our first podcast of the week. We missed you. We're glad to be back. Uh, we were out this, tri- this week on a research trip to Las Vegas. Good trip. Good trip, would you say? Great trip. All right, yeah. So, yeah, welcome back to the VRA Daily Podcast, where we give you a brief market recap based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what the VRA system is telling us moving forward. So, like I said, a little bit different of an episode today here with Kip. First, let's touch and check out our market's action. While we were gone this week, another strong week of trading for us here. Is it four weeks in a row of positive market action? Four, right, that, uh, this will be five weeks. Five weeks. Five, five weeks. weeks now, yes. So, the Dow... Uh, uh, closing higher today, 0.72% on the day to 24,729. The NASDAQ being our biggest winner on the day, up 1.29% to 7,164. The S&P 500 up 0.81%, now at a full 50% retracement from its December 24th lows to 2,663. And lastly, the Russell 2000 up 1.26% on the day to 1,482. So, like we said, another strong week for us in light of some neutral news-ish there. Like we talked about at length, like we were saying, news that would have tanked the market in December and just continues, we continue to climb that wall of worry now. Yeah, it's not the news that matters, it's the market's reaction to that news. And this is probably for the for someone that's a, a newer investor or someone that doesn't do this every day like you and I do, you know? This is one of those concepts that people really struggle with. Like, wait a minute, there's nothing but bad news. Government shut down, of course, that was maybe, you know, uh, done away today, but wait, the government shut down. Oh, everybody said in December the market was going to crash. You know, economy's slowing. Here comes the recession. The global economy's going to crash. It's going into a recession. All of this negative earnings are slowing. All right? These are the headline news uh, that we see day after day after day. And you see it in the papers. You see it in CNBC. And, but at the same time, all this market has done is gone straight up. We said it in December that December was an aberration. Should not have happened. A mistake which means we're going back to 26,000 of the Dow Jones. That's where we started in December. That's at least where the market should be today. And I think that's what, you know, as we go up on bad news, as you say, climb that wall of worry, market's telling us it don't want to go lower. The internals today, we're just killing it. Again, 13 out of 16 last days with positive internals. 13 out of 16 days, not just positive, better than two to one positive readings. That's the wow. key for that. Both in advanced decline, and, and up-down volume today were better than three-to-one readings on both of those. And, uh, again, across the board, new highs beat new lows again today. It's 13 and 16 days. Uh, as a reminder, when we got into, the, into uh, October, when the sell-off first started, we kicked off that month with seven out of eight days having worse than two-to-one readings, negative readings. That was our indicator. That was our market tell. Something was wrong, and here comes the crash, Right. Um, we're seeing just the, the flip side of that coin now. Nothing but great days. 13 out of 16, better than 2 to 1. This is not a market that wants to go lower. This is a market that wants to go higher. A lot higher. Yeah, a lot higher. And, and time for it to explode higher, really, from here. Well, uh, we saw some good stuff today with, uh, you know, again, we've been pounding the table on certain things. We've been talking about first in, first out, FIFO. And those initial investments that first started going down last year, China. Emerging markets, semiconductors, housing, um, those have all now led the way out. And they started leading on relative strength back in October. 
Right. If you if you follow us on a blog or Twitter, we talk about this daily. Right. Like this, these these sectors are telling us something really good is happening in these groups. They led the way down. They are leading the way higher. That's a, again another really bullish sign. If you're looking for some macro positives, really bullish right there. And we saw it with our indexes as well. The Nasdaq and the Russell 2000. They yes. they led the way lower. Now they're leading the way back out. Double the gains today, percentage wise. Exactly. That's what you want to see. Small caps and growth momentum leading the way. Again, they started the way down. They're leading right. on the way up. Exactly what you want to see. Yeah, we're short-term overbought, but when you have uh, these indexes like emerging markets in China that today got back to the 200-day moving average, again, right. leading the way higher. I mean, it's the global economy. Guess what? It's not going to recession. U.S. economy. By the way, folks, if you're listening to anybody that has been pounding the table that the U.S. is going into recession, I mean, how hard must these people be – how hard should we be laughing at these people right now? I mean, they're taken seriously for some reason. They get a whole lot of likes on Twitter. They get a lot of retweets with their negative, their perma-bear belief systems. And they're just always wrong. Why do we still listen to anything these people say? I don't really understand that. But I, <laughs> I do know negative sales, and that's, that's really what the, – the, these, these, most of these perma-bears are, are clown shows. They're just list builders. And they know that negative sales, they're trying to build their list with it. I just hope most people understand that. And don't read it and go, oh, my God, this guy is so worried. Should we sell everything too? Right. The answer is no. The market heads higher, what, 80% of the time? Market's smarter than everybody. And right. it wants to go up, and it goes up 80% of the time. That's right. Right. 82%. And, wow. So <laughs> they're really taking a short-term position there. But, I mean, continuing to look at today, we saw nine out of ten sectors finishing higher. Uh, another one leading the way, higher technology, which, I mean, got just crushed in December. Tech led the way? Like, uh, second there, materials, the materials. Like I mean, there yeah. you go. Gold and the miners are just breaking out. We put out a piece today on that. Right. Right, yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about that piece today from the blog. Okay. If you didn't get a chance to read our blog, check it out at kipharish.com. Uh, great piece today on gold. Uh, I mean, just great stuff. Gold back now above its 200-day moving average. Golden Cross, just re- today, yesterday, right yeah. around that. You know, that means for everybody listening, the 50-day just crossed above the 200-day moving average. Uh, so really bullish signals here from gold. Yeah. Uh, these are – and again, we want to see the move continue. We've had some, some false breakouts in gold and the miners, and we've had that. So everybody's a little cautious right now, and understandably so. But it's the backdrop, the fundamental story of why precious metals in the miners must be owned. So, you know, again, go to KipHarris.com or go to our site. You'll find our blog. Read this because you'll, you'll, you'll have a bigger understanding of what we wrote about in uh, Crash Root Prosperity in, in our book and uh, what our belief is when it comes to gold in the miners. Uh, again, Tyler said it, golden crosses above the 200-day. These are all the technical buy signals you want to see. Uh, relative strength, uh, uh, the outperformance of miners to gold is what's really impressed me most. That's what you want to see because in, in big bull markets in the commodity space, the underlying equities lead the way over the commodity. That's your buy signal. That's what you're looking for, and that's exactly what we're getting right now. We started getting that last September. Last September, the miners started leading gold, and so that was our first warning sign. Start getting positioned. Here comes a big move, and here it is now. So, you know, uh, we're ultra bullish on these. We've got some uh, we, gold, silver, a couple miners. of small cap miners yeah. that we like a lot that we've made a fortune in over the years. I mean, we really we, – we've crushed – Mining stocks and gold and silver since first recommended back in 2003. And this, we believe, 
I believe this is, I don't know what Tyler believes, I know what I believe. I believe this is going to be the move of a lifetime because of the massive debt levels we have, the currencies that have been printed. I globally. Mean, globally. Not just here in the United it, States. It's, 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 everything's been so inflated, well, and our currencies like, have been debased. It's time for gold to break, if they'll let it. If the manipulators will let it, gold is going to soar. That's that's the bottom line, right. as I see it. Like you wrote in today's piece, and the fact that doesn't get talking to, talked about all the time, that... Since the creation of the Fed in 1913, the U.S. dollar has depreciated 97%. I mean, and it, inflation is likely much higher, likely higher than being reported as well. I mean, all of those things. How do, how do you not want to own gold in that environment? China buy, adding more to their reserves right now China, as well. China, Russia, uh, 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 Dubai. Look, gold, an ounce of gold today will buy you a fantastic custom men's suit. An ounce of gold in 1900 would buy you a fantastic custom-made men's suit, right? So gold is the inflation hedge. Right now, you know, you could, you could by, by, based on this math from, from the creation of the Fed, you could have bought a men's suit back in 1910 before the creation of the Fed for probably, let's see, do the math, 97% devaluation. We're talking about probably eighteen, twenty bucks, you know, versus today twelve hundred dollars, right? Wow. So there's your depreciation right there. There's your currency debasement. That's a, that's a, really the root of most of our financial problems today. Federal Reserve money printing. Right. Well, to kind of wrap up here. We got a big earnings week next week. Yeah. Got a lot of big names on this list. I mean, I mean, look at this. It's just packed. AMD, Tesla, Visa, just to, to name a few throughout the week. Um, so another big week of earnings. So earnings have been killing it so far. I don't have the updated numbers, but I know through yesterday, it was, I mean, we're beating handily both on, on, on EPS estimates, revenue estimates, uh, something like 76, 76% of companies are beating. Um, and again, that's fourth quarter. Everybody says that we're going to go into recession this year. Uh, we think the first quarter is going to be fantastic. And these stocks that got beaten, that really were destroyed, First in, first out. I mean, that, that, that approach should still apply. Buy the dip. Buy the, buy, you got to keep buying the dips. They're <laughs> going to be short and shallow. Uh, the market's going a lot higher. Perfect. Come perfect. join us. Come join us and uh, find out how we do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, join us uh, for 14 free days at VRAinsider.com. That's all that we have time for here today. Uh, uh, we'll be back with you next week and back regularly on our regular schedule next week, every day here at the close. Uh, to sign up, visit us at VRAinsider.com slash podcast. And take a look at our 14-day free trial as well. Uh, Until next time, we'll see you back here for Monday's Close. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend.